With the next generation of TV and iPad kids, I cannot tell you enough about the power of the pause button. I truly think it's the most used button on the remote sometimes. But what about in our lives? What about when it comes to God's plan for what he has called you to do and what he has set before you? Today, I'm challenging you in some of your thoughts and your actions. Are you being patient with the Lord or are you procrastinating on what he has called you to do? It's time to talk about it. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all. I'm sort of continuing on with last week's chat. So if you haven't listened to the previous episode of this podcast, episode 41, titled Three Truths to Implementing Patience into Your Life, I strongly encourage you to go back and listen to that one. Now, if you're out for a 40-minute walk, hit that one first and then roll over into this episode. But let me be clear too, you will be just fine listening to this episode without the other first because, well, that's how God's truth works. And with each episode I prepare and study for and share, my prayer is that God speaks to you exactly what you need to hear today. So let's continue this chat all about patience, okay? Today, I want to take you on a little bit of a different journey, one that is going to have you asking yourself maybe a lot of questions, but I want each question you find yourself asking yourself to lead you back to this one challenge, this one thought, patience versus procrastination. Now, I actually don't have a clue what you're thinking right now or what you thought when you saw the title for this episode. I don't know if you're thinking this is going to be super interesting, if you're already thinking to yourself that there are times you might be procrastinating when you keep telling yourself you're being really patient, and I'm not sure if you're even going to agree with everything I'm about to say, but that's just how I roll. How the Lord teaches me in my own life, that's what I share with you, and I hope that through my experiences and understanding that you will be able to understand and apply God's truth to your life and experience Him in a fresh new way. So let's go. This is so funny to me, but last week I openly shared that I didn't have a nice little rhyme or alliteration with these points to share. And this week, as I was preparing, I have like 10 words that start with P. And even the word prepare starts with P, just a little moment for God and I to chuckle because he knows me. He created me and he knows I like to have the points, which also starts with P, to be easy to remember in my episode. And the fact that last week I even mentioned that I didn't, well, I'm just chuckling to myself having to pare down, also starts with a P, all the words that begin with P so that I just don't overload you. So patience versus procrastination. We need to talk about this because I know I can't be the only one going through this. I know I can't be the only one having these thoughts, and I know I can't be the only one who sometimes needs a kick in the butt. So consider this episode your personal kick in the butt if that's what you need. I'm coming at you today with three simple and quick questions you can ask yourself to help you discover which side of this spectrum you're on, patience or procrastination. A quick refresher, patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. 
It's bearing pains or trials calmly or without complaint. And also, it is being steadfast despite opposition, difficulty, or adversity. Procrastination? Well, do I really need to define this for you? Or can you point to someone or even to yourself and accurately define this descriptive word? Procrastination is defined as to delay or postpone. Now, to be honest, I don't really have a problem with that definition, to delay or postpone. But then Merriam-Webster came through with this heavy hitter, and I'm just going to drop this one for all of us who are here for the kick in the butt. Procrastinate means to put off intentionally and habitually, to put off intentionally the doing of something that should be done. Man. So, are patience and procrastination opposites? Well, I'm going to let you decide that for yourself. But within the next 16 minutes or so, I am going to drop all the knowledge and all the questions and all the truth that I can so that you can clearly understand with full confidence where you're at right now and what kind of steps you need to take next. So the first question I have for you is this, who holds the power? This first question sets the foundation for not just everything we will talk about today, but for your life, who holds the power? Y'all, I'm just going to jump straight into this. If I think I control my own life, well, that's just the beginning of my issues that are eventually going to erupt. If I try to hold the power, if I try to make all the decisions, if I try to trust my own mind and thoughts and purpose and motives, not only will I be a mess, but those I touch through my life, they'll also end up jacked up. But if I let the Lord have control, if I surrender my will to His, if I submit my life to Him, if I truly trust His will and His plan for my life, that's when purpose prevails. That's when victory happens. That's when freedom and joy and everything He has for me can flow. We know this verse. We quote this verse without even putting into practice. We've remembered these words of the wise Solomon. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Proverbs 16 verse 9 is a verse we try to stand on. And that right there is sometimes the holdup. Oh, I love that the Lord knows me and he knows that I love a little wordplay and a little chuckle and an inside joke. It's this piece right here that is going to help me get my point across. We often stand on that verse, but that's the problem. We are standing on it, yet we are supposed to be walking, but we are standing. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Yes, but the Lord doesn't take those steps. They aren't his steps to take. He determines our steps, the steps we need to take. Y'all, I have never seen that like that before, and I am so pumped about it. And as I continue to share about patience versus procrastination today, I really want you to examine yourself. Are you standing on a promise, standing on a verse, standing on a word from the Lord? Are you standing there saying you're being patient? Are you standing there declaring that you're just patiently waiting for him to move? Well, I'm not saying you're wrong, but there can come a time in our lives that our patience has trickled over into procrastination. What about those steps? What about those next steps? What about the steps the Lord has set out in front of you? If you're the one who holds the power, if you're the one who makes the calls, you could be sitting there waiting on the Lord when he's actually waiting on you. Y'all know I'm an auntie. If I haven't told you lately, auntie life is the best life. With an eight-year-old niece and a five-year-old nephew, auntie days are filled with fun. With some guidelines and rules, I'm not the no rules kind of auntie, but I am definitely fun. And if I do say so myself, I'm pretty patient with them. I don't know if you've ever tried to make plans for a movie night with an eight and a five-year-old. 
First, there's the argument over who gets to hold the remote and press the buttons, really? Like, it's that serious. Yes, it is. Even at eight and five years old, they want to be in control. They want to hold the power. They want to be the one to start the movie. We all have the same goal in mind. The goal is to watch the movie and to watch it like right now. Let me say that again. We all have the same goal in mind and the goal is to watch the movie and to watch it like right now. So why the struggle over who controls the remote, over who holds the power? Are you having an unnecessary conversation with God about who holds the remote? Who gets to press the buttons and who gets to decide exactly when those buttons should be pressed? Even though you both have the same goal in mind? I can tell you from my own experience in relationships, so, so, so many of the many arguments or frustrations end with these words. We are saying the same thing, right? But that control piece often has us just stuck. Think about that. Who holds the power is the first indication of if you're being patient or if you're procrastinating. Now, the second question I want to encourage you to ask yourself, who pressed pause? Who pressed pause? The pause button. What an incredible invention. I mean, it's been around a long time, but with recent technology, I feel like the pause button is the most used button there is. My family jokingly yells, pause it, anytime we need to run to the restroom, want to grab another snack or receive a phone call. At a very young age, the pause button was a luxury that my nephew learned and he used it to his advantage. Pause it! (laughs) So now, this button which we think is convenient in the moment, has caused the 24-minute episode of Blaze and the Monster Machines to take nearly an hour as we pause for potty breaks, pause for a snack, pause to pick up a toy, pause to hear goodbyes of parents leaving the house, pause for a FaceTime call from grandparents, pause to watch the trash truck roll by. What was intended to be a short and enjoyable experience has just been extended and chopped up all because I let my nephew press pause at his own convenience. Now, I'm not going to head into a lesson about the need to rewind because you've hit pause. You can take that analogy for yourself and run with it. Now, before you go thinking about your children or your nieces and nephews and completely relating to this situation, stop right there. What about you? Where have you been pressing pause at your own convenience? Where have you been following God's plan, said that he's in control of your life, but whenever something comes up, you're looking at God and his plan and yelling, pause it. God has called you to start that business. It was so fun at the beginning. There was a boost in clientele. You loved posting on social media, but then a slow month hit, a slow year hit. You wanted to go on vacation. Then now you're there looking at God yelling, pause it. What about that relationship that was just what you were wanting? It was everything you deserved and were looking for, but then a tough conversation came or a moment came to um, do the thing or get off the pot. You know what I'm saying? And now you're looking at God yelling, pause it. Who pressed pause? The problem with us pressing pause is that then we can start to say that we're being patient. We are waiting. But really, we are being patient and waiting for our own plan and our own timing and our own convenience. When God has the full movie queued up in motion and I, I mean you, I mean we, we threw a fit yelling, pause it. See, the real truth is that yes, patience is a virtue. Yes, patience is a fruit and a fruit of a spirit at that. I covered those details in episode 41. So make sure you do go back and catch that one because God really cleared up patience for me in that episode. But when you're the one pressing the pause button and then calling it patience and waiting on the Lord, that's not the whole truth. In that moment, you're actually procrastinating. In that moment, you're the one trying to take the remote 
you're the one trying to take the controller. I always thought it was weird and ridiculous that people call it a controller. It's obviously called a remote, right? Anyway, the point is you're the one trying to take control. Look, this is not easy. And although we can try to make our relationship with God sound so profound and so real and so great, the truth is that how we live our lives on the daily does affect our relationship with God. And in our daily lives, we hit the pause button when it's convenient for us. I pause my music when I'm out running to receive a phone call. I pause what I'm listening to if I want to talk to someone for a moment. I pause the show I'm watching if I need to use the restroom. I press pause. You press pause. But the challenge is that when we give God control, when we hand the remote to him, we have to allow him to be the one to press pause in his time, not us in ours. Does God ever press pause? I totally believe he does, and I believe that when he does, it is for our good and it is for his glory. I want to talk about Paul a little bit today. Last year, I spent a lot of time in the book of Acts, and it was so, so wild to be invested in the lives of Paul and the people at that time. Paul, who was formerly known as Saul, the one who was persecuting Christians, had an encounter with God on the road to Damascus, and now he's Paul. He's teaching and speaking the Lord's truth. He's actually the author of 13 letters or books of the New Testament of the Bible. But in the book of Acts, Paul goes through it. He's imprisoned. He's wrongfully accused. He's held as a prisoner, even though they pretty much knew he wasn't guilty. But all along, he's holding on to God's word that he would preach the gospel in Rome. Well, he's definitely not in Rome. He's in prison. So now what? Is God's plan void? Is God's plan over? No. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11 makes it clear in this way. Isaiah is speaking for the Lord and saying this, It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. Period. You may have heard that verse with these words. God's word will not return void. God's word is true and it will do what he said it will do. So what about Paul? What about Paul getting to Rome? Well, I think there are times in our lives that we can hear and we can see God's plan, but it is God who presses pause for a bit, and he presses pause for our good and for his glory. For our good? Really? Paul was in prison, wrongfully accused. How is that for his good? Well, the problem often with us as believers is that we still want to be in control. We still want to hold the power, and we still think we know what's best, or we think we know God's plan for our life better than God does. So silly of us, yet it happens all the time. We have emotions, we have thoughts, we have tears, we have frustrations. We think we have good ideas. When God does press pause, we need to recognize that he pressed pause. He didn't hit stop, shut off the movie completely, and send everyone to bed for the night without a snack as a disciplinary action. No! God presses pause for our good and for his glory. He has a plan, and that plan is good, and that plan is love because he is love. God's plan is bigger than just me. God's plan was bigger than just Paul, and that plan is always in motion. Oh, and one more thing. When God hits the pause button, this is not like a game of freezeball tag. Pause does not mean paralyzed. Pause means patient. Remember what patient means? Patient is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. There is nothing said there about sitting like a bump on a log. When you are the one who presses pause, you press pause for a purpose and you complete some other task while you've pressed pause, right? 
I mean, come on, my nephew is very efficient at what he can accomplish while the pause button is pressed. So do you really think God presses pause for everything to stop, to freeze, to just sit and do nothing? So I need you to ask yourself, who pressed pause? Because the answer to that question will probably lead you to whether you are being patient or procrastinating. And finally, the third question, who pressed play? You got it. It's either you or it's God. Are you on the couch wrestling over the remote with him? Has he pressed play on the plan he has for your life and you're reaching and reaching and fighting to press pause? Or has he pressed pause and you're crying and kicking and screaming to have him press play again and get back at it? I know it's so easy to see toddlers and kids and tantrums around this image with the remote for the TV and movie and I truly am challenging you to look at yourself. When God presses play, it's time for you to get to step in. No more standing on this promise and waiting patiently for him to move. He has pressed play and it's time for you to take action and be who he has called you to be. If he has called you to be a business owner, get to step in with that business plan. If he has called you to be a speaker, start that podcast. If he has called you to be a writer, get to writing. If he has called you to be a wife, a husband, a mother, a father, it's time. Truth moment, this episode all came up because I have recognized in my life that I have said, I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm being patient. God, I will wait for you. God, patience is a virtue. Patience is a fruit of the Spirit. I'm exhibiting patience. I'm waiting. But then the Holy Spirit and I had a little conversation and he gave me a kick in the butt. I was using the word patience as a mask for procrastination. Whether out of fear or frustration, whether out of disobedience, if I'm really honest, or dislike for where God had me, if I'm even more really honest, I was telling others and even myself that I was being patient, trusting the Lord. When in reality, I had heard him clearly, he had pressed play, and there I was pressing pause and sitting on the remote so nobody else could resume the show that is the plan he has for my life. But there was something that happened to Paul while he was imprisoned that helped me press play and then return the remote to God's hands. And it happened in Acts chapter 28. So in chapter 27, Paul, along with the prisoners, are sent to Rome. I'm reading this and thinking, finally, this is what God said. Sure, he's still a prisoner, but he's getting to Rome. This was God's plan and word all along. And then shipwreck. Like, are you kidding me? How many times is God going to press the pause button in Paul's life? But remember, God presses pause for our good and for his glory. So I'm going to start in chapter 28, verse 7. It says this, Near the shore where we landed was an estate belonging to Publius, the chief official of the island. He welcomed us and treated us kindly for three days. As it happened, Publius's father was ill with fever and dysentery. Paul went in and prayed for him, and laying his hands on him, he healed him. Then all the other sick people on the island came and were healed. As a result, we were showered with honors, and when the time came to sail, people supplied us with everything we would need for the trip. Let's really think about this journey. Paul has an incredible encounter with God, changes his life completely, starts preaching the gospel. God tells him that he will take the gospel to Rome, which will get the truth basically throughout the world from there. He gets arrested, wrongfully accused, imprisoned, finally thrown on a ship with other prisoners, shipwrecked on an island for three months if you keep reading, and still not in Rome. Talk about God holding the remote with the pause button, right? But it's this truth of what Paul did that hit me. Paul was not where God said he would be yet, but he was still who God called him to be. 
I'm going to say that again because this truth went straight to my journal and my wall and changed my life. Paul was not where God said he would be yet, but he was still who God called him to be. See, Paul recognized that the pause button was not a freeze button. When God hit pause, Paul still fully operated in his calling, fully trusted God and kept taking steps everywhere he could. So learning from his example, in 2021, I finally stopped saying, I hear you and I do want to do exactly what you're calling me to do. I do want to have a podcast. I do want to speak. I do want to teach and mentor others, but I'll do it once I get back to Arizona. I finally stopped saying that and I said yes to being who God called me to be, no matter my physical location. See, I thought I was being so patient. I thought I was in a season of waiting, but I wasn't. I was actually procrastinating on the training ground that God had me in. I was missing out on opportunities left and right and standing up in front of other believers boasting about how patient I was. So in that season, I handed God the remote back and I got to work. Is it your turn to do the same? Have you been telling yourself and others that you're being patient with the Lord? But are you actually procrastinating on training He has prepared for you right now? The amazing thing about God holding the remote for the plan in your life is that when your tasks are complete, when you're ready, when you've gone potty and brushed your teeth and got your pajamas on ready for bed, with one quick press of the play button, everything picks back up right where He intended it to be. No need to rewind, no need to re-download, no need to search. When God has the remote, he is efficient with the pause button and the play button. And no matter what season he has you in, he still has assignments for you. The real truth is his plan is always in motion. We just often have a hard time realizing it. So I want to encourage you today to hand the remote to God and give him control. That pause button, that play button, they are in his hands. Yes, he has ordered your steps, so no matter where you are right now, whether you are where he said you would be or not, you have an opportunity to grow, to train, and to be who he has called you to be every single day. So get to stepping. Thank you for joining me this week. Did you know that enrollment to the Bible Time Accelerator program is always open? You can sign up for my latest free masterclass at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com or head straight to the details to enroll. And let me just say, you may have been hearing about my newest 30-day program, Bible Journaling Bootcamp. This is an incredible program to get your relationship with God to another level by journaling through your time with Him. Women's lives are being transformed in these 30 days. You can enroll today or jump on the wait list for the next round. This program fills up fast, so come on in. I would love to serve you. Let's keep in touch. Find me over on Instagram at Kayla Praise. I'll see you next time.